Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. When the thought in your mind takes you for a ride, in your mind you can't have peace. There's a rainbow with the crown. Look up to the God of
Everybody, this is Miss B right here on Song Talk 365. Thank you so 
so much for joining us. I am so excited. I'm always excited about every broadcast that I have. But before I do anything, as always, Father, I thank you for the opportunity to come before your throne by way of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, to give me the opportunity to be a minister, your servant, and a vessel to go forth and help everybody to understand truly what it is to have a relationship with Christ. I ask you to continue to order our footsteps and may the words that our mouths speak out tonight be acceptable in your sight and be a blessing to all of those who are here to listen. Amen and amen. I don't know about you, but I'm excited. Hello, fellas. How are you? Hey, Hey, how you doing? doing? Fine, thank you. How are you? All right. Oh, I'm excited, people. We have married men don't talk. (laughs) Or do they? (laughs) (laughs) Married men don't talk. In case you don't know who uh, married men don't talk, um, are they are my fellow brothers on right here on the Blog Talk Radio platform? You can find them under Married Men Don't Talk, and I'm going to let them introduce themselves one by one, and then we're going to have a roundtable discussions about Married Men Don't Talk, both individually and collectively. And I also would like to thank them for allowing me to share their broadcast on the Storm Talk 365 Blog Talk. And Speaker Radio Network. I'm really excited about that. So that being said, um, last two digits on your phone, 4-1. Introduce yourself. Yes, good evening, world. This is Rodney Turner with Married Men on Talk Show. Glad to be here. Thanks for having us, Ms. B. All right, Mr. Rodney. And last two, nine, six. Introduce yourself. Hey, this is Darren. How you doing, Ms. B? Darren Smith. Uh, Married Men Don't Talk show co-host. Be happy to be here. All right, all right. And, of course, 4-9, introduce yourself. Tony Hawkins, one of the moderators on the Married Men Don't Talk show. Thank you for having us, and I'm excited. I'm excited, too. I get a three for y'all. I'm acting silly up in here, up in here, because we're going to have some fun. And, yes, um, they are married. Don't get it twisted. But you know what? They're just a bunch of loving guys. And I just, when I first met them, I was so impressed because they do take their faith seriously. They're very married, and they understand that not everybody is trying to um, go the Holy Ghost, thank you, Lord, throw the oil route. There are people out there who have serious um, issues and relationships, and, and they go out in the streets and the barbershops, and they, they're they real. So um, some to some of you, it may be raw, but, you know, life is raw. Um, and your perception of what's um, raw is just your perception. But life is real, and the households that are experiencing these things, they go up close and personal. And I'm telling you, my jaw dropped. I'm like, you know what, that is real. So that being said, um, everybody, again, I thank you so much. So um, we're going to start with um, Tony. Um, yeah. How did you all meet? Um, Rodney and I met at church, and then Darren and myself met through a mutual friend um, who thought that we should link up because we both were authors, and we are kind of on the same marriage path. That's okay, now that since and since um, we're talking about you, tell us a little bit about you. So you're married, children, your author. Tell us about the book since we're still there. Um, married. This is my second marriage. Um, three children. Uh, well, they're not children anymore. They're adults. Three girls. Uh, two grandkids. Um, the book is uh, Married Men Don't Talk. The name of the book. It is seven chapters of uh, seven 
shows that we had that was transformed from um, voice into text. And, you know, we picked seven of the, our, our favorite ones because we wanted people that weren't able to listen to the show or women that weren't able to talk on the show, they could actually read, you know, what we were talking about. Uh, you know what? <laughs> we should actually, I like we should actually read what we're talking about. You know, that, um, <laughs> that's a funny statement, okay? Um <laughs> Why did you decide? And I'm still talking to you first because I'm gonna move on. Why did you decide to do a blog talk, a blog talk platform? There was the next step. Um, we started on a conference call, um, and it was just you know I think it was free conference call, 800 free conference calls, back in 2009. And I called up some some of my friends and said, Hey, get on this conference call tonight. We're gonna to talk about um, is my marriage recession proof. Um, and I probably had about eight to 12 guys call in, and we had a great conversation. And then one of them said, okay, so what's up for next week? Well, the next week we stayed on the conference call, then we went to a platform called TalkShoe, which was under Blog Talk Radio. Um, so it was just kind of the next step to get the Blog Talk, and it, the, the audience was bigger. We had more people calling in, so... You know, and then our next step may be FM or BET. We don't know, but you know, we just continually keep graduating. Well, I'm just so glad you stopped by Little Old Storm Talk 365 before you went all the way up there. <laughs> 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 um, okay, um, Darren, um, tell me why you decided to stick and stay with the other two. Did you um, have to be convinced? Why did you stay with Mary Men Don't Talk? Well, I came when I came to the show. Uh, I, I liked what they were doing. Um, after I wrote my book, and I was doing um, conferences and different speaking engagements, but that didn't reach a wide enough audience for me in order to impact a marriage in a positive way. And I seen a venue. This this was a perfect venue to inform men to get in line. And I and, it, and you know people don't read no more like they used to. But people will listen, and they will pick up the radio, and they will get on the phone to talk about your, their personal problems sometimes. So I said, well, this is this is excellent because after I, I asked some people to come to the line, it was actually helping their marriage. So mm-hmm. I was uh, I was very impressed by that. So I just decided to come uh, on, me to come on as a full time, you know, member, and I was like, hey, I'm I'm down. Because I, I do excited. not, okay. I, I, I was just going to say, I, I do not appreciate the devil coming after our kids <clears throat> by taking the fathers out of their home. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, oh, we getting ready to go in, y'all. Here it comes. <clears throat> we get. Well, let, me, let, yeah. let, let me go. Let me let me stop because I'm getting ready to start preaching before we get started. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, Darren, do you have anything um, published that you want to tell them about? Yes, uh, the name of my book is uh, How to Stay Married for at Least 100 Years. And uh, and it, it's all I took all the couples out of the Bible and and showed they go through the same inform- the same thing that we actually go through. Blended families, men don't want to work, uh abusive relationships, uh 
mixing races, black and white, uh, you know, mixing up against each other. I mean, it, it goes over every interracial date. It goes over everything that they had in the Bible because there's nothing new under the sun, and it was up for me to prove it. So I just proved it in this book that I wrote. And, uh, and you know, people gravitated towards it, and they, they emailed me on, uh, I mean, they, they messaged me on Facebook, and they said, well, this is not covered. Can you show me this where this is in the Bible? So I, I just, you know, that's my Bible study because they, they put me to the test and going in the Bible and going to get the information for them and giving it back to them. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Rodney, tell me a little bit about yourself. you got a book published, married, single, divorced, third marriage. Tell uh, me a little bit about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm probably the square of the group, uh, Miss B. And, uh, you know, I don't have any books published, but I am married uh, for 16 years. My wife and I have three children. And, uh, you know, like Tony said, I met, we met through our, our local church. And, um, you know, I actually came to it, uh, to the show uh, for different reasons. At the time, I'd been married uh, for several years and um, had two daughters and just didn't really have the opportunity to get out and uh, meet at a building with uh, like-minded brothers. So, you know, it was uh, definitely something where Tony, you know, invited me uh, to call in. And, um, you know, I came in as a participant. And you know, Tony can tell you that from that first night, you know, I haven't I haven't left since. You know, and the same goes with Darren. You know, he came in as a participant um, originally, and uh, then ultimately, you know, got promoted to a member of the team. So, um, you know, but I mean, the reality is, you know, my goal was just to bounce things off, you know, with some other like-minded brethren that I, I couldn't necessarily do. You know, of course, my wife and uh, my schedule was pretty hectic. Uh, with uh, two young children and um, just didn't really have time to, you know, get out um, and go anywhere. So this was uh, the convenience factor was a big selling point for me. Mm-hmm. 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 Exactly. Tony, I'm impressed. I'm, I'm just really excited to find out more. We have um, a lot to talk about, and I'm mm-hmm. not going to rush. So, Tony, tell me yeah. what – what made you decide to invite the other two? I mean, what was it about them that you were attracted to? Um, hmm, that's a good question. Uh, well, let me start with Rodney. Like Rodney said, uh, Rodney was very, very involved in the church. And um, he liked the format. We talked a couple times about the format. I was actually looking for a third person at the time. Um, and he just, he was perfect. You know, he was perfect. He was in with both feet. Uh, there was no, you know, please help me out kind of thing. You know how you got to do a church. Hey, you know, I got this ministry. Please come help me out. No, he was like, I'm in, you know. Um, and then he took ownership. And that's good with me because, you know, I if, if God gave me this, but to, you know, whoever else wanted to be, be Involved, God would send to me, I believe. And I believe that's how Rodney and Darren came. Um, so anyway, so that's how Rodney came, and then he helped build it. He helped promote it. He helped structure it. He added a lot to it. He's our, market, he's our marketing guy. He goes out, you know, on social media. He gets these interviews. He gets, you know, whatever we need, you know, to grow. Um, and, that's, and, and that was Rodney. Then Darren, if you want me to slide into that, um, was a friend of mine named Pastor... James Turner, who uh, I've known him for years. And when I wrote the book, he got a copy of the book, and he said, this is great. He said, I want you to meet a guy named Darren who wrote a book. Um, And Darren just told you about his book. And then 
Darren had the same mindset, right, about saving marriage, about the man manning up as we did. And that's what we talk about on our show. I know that you've listened to a lot of them. But one of our main uh, points is that you can't come on our show and whine and complain about what your wife didn't do. You know, it's all about us. It's all about, well, what did we do? You know, as a man, what did you do in that situation? And that's, Darren brought that to the table. So we all kind of complimented each other. So that's how it happened. But I believe that God brought those guys into this, into this uh, forum. We still there? Yeah, we here. If the father, oh, okay. so yeah, if the father sowed it in your spirit, and you water it with your faith, he's gonna grow it with your favor. I'm sorry, I was listening like, oh, I'm I'm supposed to talk. That's how mesmerized I am. I told you all that when I first met you. I just sit back and go, wow. And I had to shake myself and go, oh, they're finished. But if if you <laughs> believe that, <laughs> it's true. I I do that a lot because I really. Let me just say this, listeners, and to you, um, I don't feed anybody anything I don't eat myself. So, sure. therefore, you're not just an interview for me. I'm connected to you spiritually. I'm listening to you. I'm absorbing what you say. So it's not like, oh, well, I just got a great team of guys on, and they're going to just <laughs> really bring me some listeners. No, 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 no. This is a ministry, and I'm participating. So you were feeding Wonderful. me right there, sir. Um, Thank you. So, Thank and, and again, yes, and, and again, I want to just say, as we move on, he had the right concept. If the Father sows it in your spirit, you yep. water it with your faith, he will grow it with your favor. If you go out and look for it, you get what you get. If you wait on him, mm-hmm. you're going to get what he got for you. So um, mm-hmm. it's a kingdom connection right there. I'm, I'm staring, I'm telling you what I'm doing. I'm staring at that picture. And, I'm, you know, as I ask you questions, I'm really looking at you because um, we need this kind of representation. Um, and to know that Blog Talk, and I don't know how many other networks you're connected with, but I'm just telling you, um, between Robin Lynn Maben and myself, and then, of course, we're being pulled by um, Positive Power 21, you know your listening audience is over 200 countries and then some. So mm-hmm. you don't worry about the Blog Talk numbers. The Blog Talk numbers are just the local stuff. But... If your message is in 200 countries, one person, 25 hours a day, that's more than Blog Talk can give you just by thinking about it. And that will include mm. the people that are pulling it that you don't even know about. So just being on our three networks, you are global 25 hours a day with infinity as your number, okay? Ooh, mm. I like it. Mm-hmm. So that being said, um, we're going to move on. So, um, Darren. Yes, ma'am. Um, um, I just love the way Tony said that he knew that the two of you were sent to him um, divinely. What do you think about the connection with the other two? How do you feel about that? Was it intellectual oh, yeah. or you really were driven spiritually? Yeah, I was driven spiritually. Um, I'm always driven spiritually. I make all my decisions based off a, a, a spiritual discernment because, you know, if I try to do it in my own understanding or my in my own philosophies, it always fails. So I've always made all my decisions based off of, you know, spirit got it. Um so it, it was it was a natural thing for me to uh to see the lack in what a show was. It didn't lack anything, it was just the thing that it, it did lack was a spiritual connotation because none of the guys was getting challenged. It was guys that was coming on there just saying anything 
And, the, you know, a way a radio show is, it's just like, okay, you got to let him get away with it because, you know, it's, it's his opinion. But in, in, my, in my experience, when somebody share their opinion and they're not challenged, then that becomes truth to the ones that's listening. So, uh, so what I was doing, I was like, wait, I got to challenge that because that's not what the word says, or that's not what that means, or you taking that out of context. So um, I felt more challenged, and it, and it made me do a lot more studying too. So I'm all I'm all about trying to better myself mm-hmm. as a as a Christian mm-hmm. and as a man and as a father. But um, but I can only do that when I'm challenged, and these guys challenge me. Uh, you know, a hundred percent of my day. You know, if I'm not thinking about the show, I'm thinking about uh, I'm counseling somebody, and and if I'm counseling somebody, I'm re- I'm referring to them, them to one of the shows we did. It's like any subject that you can think of when it comes to marriage, we three have covered it, and we're still covering mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. You know, from mm-hmm. every, from every facet of marriage, from children to sex. To same-sex relationships, to 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 abuse, to pregnancies outside of marriages, to baby mama drama, everything that you can think of, these guys have challenged the world on it, and we have spoken mm-hmm. about it. We have, you know, we researched and did the work, and you know, they 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 my brothers. I just, I mean, I'm blessed by just having them, you know, be a part of my life, you know, because uh, when when mm-hmm. my, my wife and I counsel people. That's they the first who I think about. When I get a large sum of money, they the first who I think about. When I get something that 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 I'm that I'm dealing with, they the first who I'm thinking about. It's nobody else Jesus. that can help me out of a situation, you know, other than your brother. Amen. 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 I don't know if y'all. I don't know if he ever told y'all that, but that he just dropped something right there in my spirit. I'm, he dropped something I'm, on all that of them. You know, um, um, I'm about to have church up in here, but I'm going to try to be cool and and be the interviewer and and, and hold on. But let me just tell you something. That's what Kingdom Connections is all about. Yes, ma'am. And I I just want to go back and tell you that's And I know I met you through the Robert and Mavens Productions, um, and I'm thankful for that. But I didn't have to say yes. I didn't have to, you know, because if I don't feel it in my spirit, I'm not an entertainer. And this is all about ministry. And you all just touched my heart, and I just knew that it wasn't just about, you know, having your picture on, you know, somebody's page and and whatever. We're about kingdom building and saving souls, and that starts with changing lives. And you can't change your life if you don't change your mindset. And what you're offering is opportunity for them to, like I said, challenge their thought processes. So, um that being said, we're gonna. I'm. I'm gonna keep moving. Rodney, um, if you had one, just one, and I know it's a lot of them. If you had one area that you could focus on um, in relationships, what would it be, and why? It would, it would be communication, um, because that's the reality of why all relationships fail, and that crosses all boundaries, whether that be a relationship between employer employee. Uh, father to son, you know, uh, husband to wife, you know, so and that's that's really what, you know, what our show is based on is, is really effective com- communication because, you know, mar- marriages don't dissolve because of uh, finances or 
sex or anything like that. They they dissolve because of the lack of effective communication around finances or, you know, sex. So, you know, what it all boils down to is proper communication, uh, effective communication. Um, and everybody communicates differently. Um, you know, I, I'm still learning how to communicate uh, myself, you know, with my wife. So, you know, everybody has room for improvement, um, but it's something that, you know, we have to do. You know, I mean, we're, we have to communicate in our in our daily lives in many different facets. So, you know, it all falls down to communication. Amen, amen. Tony, what about you? If you could pick one area, what would it be? He's already said communication. What area would you choose? Adultery. Okay, and why? I, I, I think that for far too often we look for an escape route instead of finding ways or exhausting all the avenues on working on our marriage. I think that the grass is too much, you know, the grass is greener on the other side, strangles a lot of us, especially men. I think that a lot of mm-hmm. times we put we put pressure on ourselves, you know, to do something outside of our marriage. We get a badge of honor when we do it, you know. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think far enough that we are, uh, you know, congratulated for being a good husband and not cheating and staying truthful to one woman, you know. We don't make that our goal. You know, like, that's my goal. Like, I've been in a relationship where I cheated all the time. You know, so I didn't have that goal then. But my goal now is to stay faithful. You know what I'm saying? And and it's a goal. It's a, it's a how long can I do it kind of thing. How can I, you know, be committed to this marriage? And I see far too often where that's that's not the case. So, yeah, adultery, I would like to dig into that more. Um, okay, so so far, listeners, we've talked about communication and adultery. Darren, same question for you. If you had one area that you could concentrate on, what would it be and why? It would be uh, taking ownership of, of my position. It's just um, and a, a lot of marriages go south, not only based off of communication or adultery, but they often go south because the man don't realize and recognize his position. And once he once he step outside a position, his woman got to step up in his position, and then that kind of brings disorder in the house. Because if a man is not in his position, you create a Jezebel in your house. So hmm. if you create if you create a Jezebel in your house, then now you, nobody's going to be com- comfortable. He don't want to talk to his wife because she's too masculine. Uh, then he wants to go to hmm. somebody else that want to submit. So he's not communicating with his wife, but he will communicate to a submissive woman. So if he, but if he mm. took his rightful ownership in his place and if his in his prayer life, and he let God know, let let God know, hey, God will tell him, hey, here's where you need to be at, and he takes ownership of that, then the woman and the children and everybody else is going to line up behind that. But oftentimes mm-hmm. he just and allow his woman to take the reins. And then he ends up following behind the woman, and the kids end up following mama, and mama end up telling everybody what to do, including daddy. Mm, mm, mm. And Miss B is going to say, bye bye, <laughs> All right, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you just knocked it out of the ballpark. Because, see, that's kingdom minded right there. Because Rodney said communication, Tony said adultery, and you just tied it all again. If that man knew how to communicate with his wife and not run to another woman to do what he should be receiving from his wife, then 
he would step up and be who he is as a man of the house. So y'all just tied it right in there together and didn't even rehearse yeah. it, y'all. Um, that was awesome. That was awesome. Um, and that's exactly um, what I want the listeners to see in what you're saying. If this is your first time joining me with um, Married Men Don't Talk, this is just a sampling of what they offer. Um, a threefold ministry. They all have the same goal, and they may go at it in a different way, but together um, there's um, power in numbers. And right now we have three powerful men who are stable in their marriage, stable in their faith, and they're out here trying to minister and encourage others to take a good look at who they are as individuals and collectively as members of the body of Christ. That being said, um, we're going to give you all the information about their books. We're going to tell you all about how you can find them on the Internet. But we're going to keep this um, broadcast moving along. Um, I just asked you if you could focus on one thing. So, Rodney, um, since you've been a part of Merit Men Don't Talk, if you could choose one episode that really touched your heart the most, um, what would that be? Mm, that's tough. Been doing it a long time. I knew you were going to ask that. Um, I think that I, I will say that all of them, uh, we've done it uh, uh, for seven years, over 300 and some. Um, all of them are important. Um, but I guess, you know, I'll say that uh, Violated is probably my favorite, um, you know, at this moment because it was about uh, being sexually violated. Um, and oftentimes we hear women, you know, talk about that subject um, and a little more freely than men do. So, you know, just talking about that topic uh, was one of uh, some recent highlights that I can remember um, because we really we really dug deep, you know, in that topic. And, um, you know, for, for a guy to really go in and really be vulnerable and admit, you know, how he was sexually violated as a child, and how that has affected him and his relationships even today, uh, it's just powerful. So, you know, that that's one that uh, comes to mind, you know, right away. But, again, I, I'll go on the record and say all of them, all, every one we've done, uh, there was a reason that we had to do it, um, and they're all important. But, you know, I, I would say Violated is probably uh, one of the, the my favorites right about now. Uh, and I can appreciate you saying that all of them are important. And if I phrased it um, to make people think that they weren't, especially as long as you've been there, you wouldn't be doing it if it wasn't necessarily for you to do. But every now and then there's something that stands out and uh, tugs at your heartstrings. Um, Tony, did you have a certain episode or encounter um, that you want to tell us about that tugged at your heart? There's so many. There's so many. Um, I don't, I don't. We did one, um, we did one show a few years back that we had to go back and do it again, and that was pornography. And I'll, I'll say that because that's the only one that we had to go back again because Rodney and I kind of got defeated on part one. Um, a lot of times men struggle with this. They don't talk about it. They don't think it's a sin. They don't think it's it's detrimental to their marriage when they bring their wife in on it. They don't think it's it's detrimental to their marriage when they leave their wife out of it and not be upfront about it. Um, when we had the show, we were trying to drive that point home, Rodney and myself, 
but we had 30 callers on the line, and they were all saying, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, there's nothing wrong with it. So we got off the phone, well, off the show feeling defeated. So we went and had to do it the next week again, and I think we might have won that round. Um, But there's so many shows that come to mind because a lot of times we get these topics from people that we know, people that are having experiences, something that we, you know, we have one called PSA where I was playing golf with a gentleman who I, I just overheard them talking. He had prostate cancer, and he had done the surgery, and he was doing well. And I got him on the show, and he brought another guy. And then they started talking about the after effects of a prostate surgery and, you know, the things that can happen if you don't, you know, go to the doctor and take care of yourself. And so that whole element of, you know, the wake-up call for men that were on the phone that had no idea how important it was, you know, to go and and just get a simple blood test. You know, so there's a lot of things that we talk about that bring aha moments to our callers. So I'll just bring those two for now because I could go on all night, but I'm just going to go with those two. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. I'm serious. I mean, you've been out there for decades, so no, I'm just teasing. Um, but, you know, um, it, it, it's a question that I've asked the three of you, and I'm going to get to you in a minute, Darren, because I want the listeners to understand, especially the new um, listeners, that you're not in the entertainment business, and the topics are not just um, randomly chosen because you just want to see, you know, um, what's, um, what's the topic trending topic on Google and Yahoo. These are spirit-led topics that are true to heart and affect people in real life and not just, you know, reality TV. Darren, if you, and based on what they said, I know it's kind of hard to pick one, but is there anything in particular, again, I'm going back to you, that tugged at your heartstrings a little bit? Well, um, like them, it's so many, but at the time, whatever I'm going through at the time, these oh we did over 300 shows out of these 300 shows it's like a biblical reference that you can go back to to listen to to figure out how to get out of what you're currently in uh so whatever i'm going through currently i can always go back and reference and that becomes my favorite uh show at that time uh last week it was my favorite show was um you know, somebody died on the show recently um, that was on the show previously. And I got to go back and listen to his voice because he was an alcoholic. He came to the show crying and drunk. And he came to the show, and um, we was trying to help him. We did some intervention. Some of the guys did intervention the next day. Um, he was losing his family, but he ended up um, – I just found out recently through Rodney – and Tony that the man passed away, you know, and, and I was like, wow, that's one that got away. That was last week. This week, my daughter is dating, and I'm afraid for her. All right? She's 17, Mm. but she don't Mm. know what she's doing, and there's so much out here. So this week, my favorite show is that I have to go back and reference just like a Bible. Um, There's a show that we did. I don't don't remember the name of it. Rodney got the elephant brain. But it was a show that the man came on. And he told everybody how he pick a woman to beat on. 
he oh, he Jesus. abused women. He used to abuse women. He's 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 delivered from that now. But he used to abuse women. But he said I used to pick him out. He was just like a demon. The way he mm-hmm. his selection of a woman. He said I make sure they don't have a father in their life. I make sure they don't have any mm-hmm. brothers. I make sure when I yell at her, she's used to certain things, and I can tell by her reaction. Uh, in her emotion that I can continue to go to the next step and a next step and a next step. I can move in on her and take her money and she won't do nothing. I can call her a B and, you know, and he just kind of inches his way in like a subtle animal. And what was the name of that show, Rodney? Oh, man. I forgot the name of it, too. Yeah. But I know exactly uh, what you're talking about. But yeah, he, but he, but he broke people. down how he goes after women and he preys on them. True confessions and of nobody... a womanizer? No. No, it wasn't that. It wasn't that. Okay. We'll figure it out. I'll look it up. Okay. Yeah, we got to look that one up because now, and I'm looking at my daughter and I'm trying to give her the, I'm like, get, let me give you the signs of what the, what to look for in a man. And it starts out by the way he talks to her. So now, and then I say, and then when you start protecting him, if he call you a B, and I say, hey, this guy going to call you a B, he say, no, he would never do that. But you know he's doing that. Well, don't lie to me because I'm trying to help you out. So this week, Amen. I've said all that to say this. I get I get emotionally attached to a lot of these shows because it is real life, and it and it and it works in my life daily. You know, it um and, and it resonates, and I can help so many people out without re-saying three hours of already that's already documented. I say, hey, listen to this show, and then we'll go to counseling. We'll do the counseling after you listen to that show. You know, so mm-hmm. it's an easy reference to me, even to myself, to um to to listen to one of the shows and to help me or the person who I'm trying to help out. It saves so much time. Mm, mm, mm. You know. My daughter is um, 38, and I'm going to go in. I told her, if you run across a man that resembles your dad in any way, run. Don't look mm. at it. Keep it moving. And, mm. of course, you know, Satan picked up on that because right before she went into the Air Force, she, you know, was baptized and whatever. And she was really trying to do the right thing. And, you know, I'm going public. And she um, is not an unattractive child. And so what the devil did was use an individual who came to me, oh, you know, I have two sisters. I would never mistreat your daughter. My parents are pastor and first lady and blah, 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 blah. So where am I going mm-hmm. with this? Um, my daughter, um, unfortunately, came from a divorced family. I'm not, I was not with her biological father. And she had, um, you know, she was timid and whatever. So when I got really, uh, you know, uptight when you started talking about how that gentleman sought um, his victims and, you know, this gentleman sought out my daughter. And then after he um, convinced her that he was the best thing, he started. And he has not turned um, his life around yet. He does not respect her or anything. And they're divorced now. Why am I saying that? Because... Listeners, you need to understand, our children are a product of who we are. It's not our fault, but it's, a, it's you know, association brings about assimilation. While mm-hmm. we have a chance to make a positive impact, just like Darren was talking about, you know, he's concerned about his daughter. She's going to be making her own choices. 
But we as parents, while we have a chance to instill in them, you know, don't accept less than what you want for yourself. Don't allow yourself to be disrespected. You don't need to have somebody in your life who doesn't respect you, who doesn't care about you. And if that's the case, they don't respect themselves. So I'm Mm -hmm. telling you about my personal relationship because, and I'm, I'm going up front with this, I was so busy trying to be a parent that I forgot to parent. Mm-hmm. You get that? Mm-hmm. I, get you know, I was, you know, working two and three jobs, making sure you know, I was just doing and doing and doing. And, you know, and when I finally realized that, wait a minute, my daughter's going away to college and then Air Force, and then my son was like, well, I still got him, and I was still working two or three jobs, and we were two ships passing in the night, and, you know, got to pay this bill, got to do that, you know. And then he was gone to the Air Force. So I'm not I'm not saying I'm accepting responsibility for it, but what Darren is saying, and then I'm going to keep the interview moving, is he's telling you as a concerned parent, while he still has the time to minister to his child, he is. Don't just say, well, he's 17 years old. He ought to know better. That's not the way that works mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and also you need to understand the type of um, environment they come from may not always be your fault, but they pick up on how you allow yourself to be talked to or how Mm -hmm. you talk to them. Um, Disrespect breeds disrespect. And Mm -hmm. I just want you as parents to sit down and think about what Darren is saying. He's he's doing the best he can to adapt as a father, Um, but he doesn't want to be overbearing as well. You know, we just got to, you know, find some balance. So that being said, I'm not going to take away from the interview, but I just had to tag team you on that. Um, Mm -hmm. Rodney, um, I'm, I'm moving on to you because, um, again, I, I shouldn't talk too much. I'm sorry about that, but you just bring out it. <laughs> You're okay. Uh, <laughs> um, Rodney, um, all of you have expressed um, your relationship, your spiritual relationship, and um, make no bones about it. When you find yourself in a conversation with someone who obviously is challenging you um, with the intellectual concept of the topic, and you're trying to give them a spiritual um, side of the topic. How do you handle that? Do you just back off, or um, do you, are you confrontational? Are you submissive? How do you handle those types of situations? I generally, you know, I, the first thing, I try to hear them out. You know, uh, I'm not confrontational. I don't beat people over the head with the Bible. Um and in the back of my mind, you know, knowing that at minimum, you know, I was just simply, you know, playing a small seed. I'm not going to convert them, you know, to what what I would deem as uh, the right way of thinking on on that particular subject, you know, at that moment. But, um, you know, I basically just, you know, first and foremost try to hear them out, to hear, you know, the perspective that they're saying and respectfully disagree, you know, if we if we do disagree. I don't get in too much, uh, you know, challenging or going back and forth uh, personally, you know, because, again, we're all adults and we have different experiences and, and we've came, you know, everybody has a different path, you know, different different walk of life. So, you know, I don't really get into my – I do a little bit of back and forth, um, and if it's something I'm really passionate about, I, I will uh, be a little more confront- confrontational, but generally speaking, I'll just, you know, give them the opportunity to express themselves freely um, and respectfully disagree and we'll move on to something else. Uh, My whole goal with uh, anyone that I interact with 
um, I try to find where we can agree on, you know, uh, where we can find points of agreement rather than focusing on points of disagreement because that will get us off track. You know, so that's what we, you know, we try to do with mm-hmm. the, the Married Men on Talk Show. I mean, we're, we're spiritual guys, but we have atheists and agnostics that are regular participants mm-hmm. on our show mm-hmm. um, as well because, mm-hmm. you know, it, it is what it is. So they, they feel comfortable on our show, and that's how it should be. So, mm-hmm. you know, what we, what, what Tony has dubbed it is what we do is backdoor evangelism, you know. So mm-hmm. that, that's really what it boils mm-hmm. down to. We're not going to beat you over the head with the word. You know, we, we are, you know, uh, Christian guys and all that stuff, we go to church. However, we get real, and we, you know, we realize that any problem you have is a spiritual problem, but how you approach that, we do it a little bit mm-hmm. different where we, you know, kind of come in the back door with the evangelism piece and not, you know, just beat them over the head with a certain Bible verse or scripture or whatever. Um, you know, it, it's just a different way of doing it. But, you know, to your question, I, you know, I say, hey, you know, you you're welcome to feel that way. I respectfully disagree, but, you know, let's focus on, you know, where we we can find some points of agreement. And then they'll hear, you know, my side a little more effectively versus if I, you know, go toe-to-toe, you know, back and forth with them on a particular topic. Mm. Excellent. Excellent. Tony, your comments, please. Yeah, I'm kind of not really interested. Um, I kind of lose interest in that person. Um, when they actually do that on our show, we do have a uh, a rule uh, that this is not Bible study. The reason why I say that I lose interest is because it's a tall order. It's a very, um, I mean, for you to come on a radio show and quote uh, something from the Bible in reference to your marriage, I honestly believe that once you get off the phone, you're going to do something else. And that might just be me. You know, but I've had too many times where people have come on the phone and they were Bible, 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 because it was the textbook answer, right? But that's not necessarily the way they run their household. You know, they say it because it sounds good, because they thought they were coming on a Christian show, which we are, right? But we keep it 100, 100% of the time. And what I mean, we, there's nothing that we won't talk about. So when, we, when you bring that on, I, I may say, but how do you really feel? You know what I'm saying? I understand you, 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 you're telling me about the Bible, and I get that, but what's really going on with you, right? So I will try to turn them away from that area of conversation and try to get back to the truth, if that makes any sense. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> I'm going to keep it moving because you know I got something to say, but I'm not. Darren, what are your comments on that, please? Well, I'm, I'm just the opposite of them two. Um, uh-oh, I'm... uh-oh. <laughs> Well, they know it, you know. Yeah. Uh, I go in. If you sit up here and say something about the word, then that lets me know that I can judge you based off of what you said because the word says I can judge you according to if you're a Christian or not. If you're not a Christian and you're not in the church, I can't judge you because that's God's job. But if you are a Christian, then I have to challenge you on some things because, again, I don't want nobody else to hear that Hey, I got from the Married Men Don't Talk show that, you know, if the unbeliever wants to leave, then let him leave. Well, you know, you don't take that out of context. You remember, he wasn't talking. So I, I, I go all the way in for the simple oh. fact that I don't want anybody else to stumble that, that, that they're listening to on our show. So if oh. and, and that's how I live my life. I live my life according to a philosophy of the Bible. I make my life mirror that. And if somebody come on the show 
and they're 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 pretending to mirror, then I challenge oh, them on oh, it. The uh, uh Tony can challenge them on what's really going on because he can tell if they don't live their life like that. I had some people to come on the show that I invited on the show, and I know them personally. But then when they got on the show, they was like, yes, God, praise, X, Y, Z. I'm like, dude, get him, Tony. Because really? Tony can if it's, if it's BS or not. Yeah, yeah, I can sniff it out. I sniff it out five minutes. So that's how, that's how he's able to say, hey, let's, what's, what's really going on? And I don't tell Tony, hey, man, this dude ain't really, he, he done cheated on his wife six, seven times. He got kids out of wedlock. I ain't got to tell him that. But he can, he can tell just by listening to what the guy's saying. Mm-hmm. Amen. And I know oh, because I, I know that. the dude personally. So, but yeah, I don't. I don't sit back. I'm. A, I'm not confrontational. But you're not going to come say anything on our show and get away with it. If it comes to uh, the word, you're not going to come and and try to be Mr. Preacher, and then don't think that we're smart enough to pick up on that you're really not living like that. Mm-mm. Don't you know that power in numbers And y'all got that three thing going on The Lord works in three So uh, hello <laughs> yes, right. Right. That's right. That's right. Back it on up Back it on up Back it on up yeah. <laughs> Alright um, Rodney um, Let's just do this um, Tell the listeners What you all have going on As far as personal appearances Speaking engagements Where they can find you on social media How many places they can find your um, broadcast, if you would care to do that for me. Uh, sure thing. Thank you. Um, the, the the best place to reach us is on our website, which is mmdt.org, and that's basically the four letters of Married Men Don't Talk. That's mmdt.org. And from there, you can connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Um, additionally, we have a, a YouTube channel that's listed there, MMDT. TV, but like I said, everything is on our website, mmdt.org. We do broadcast on Blog Talk Radio every Tuesday night, and I do meet every um, at 9.30 p.m. Eastern to around midnight. Um, You can catch us live there on Tuesday nights. Uh, We also um, have uh, outlets on uh, Spreaker. Uh, You can just search on Married Men on Talk as well as Stitcher and uh, TuneIn Radio. So, you know, and we have, uh, of course, a podcast and iTunes. And last but not least, um, if you have a Droid smartphone, an Android smartphone device, you can download our free app and have uh, all access to all 300 of our shows and then some, uh, as well as uh, it has a, a, a one-touch dialing uh, feature on there as well. Um, but, you know, we welcome our show is public. A lot of people don't realize that, but if you're a man, and you're un- under the sign of my voice. If you're a man and you you want to rock with us, you're welcome. Uh, we welcome women to listen uh, only. Um, however, this year we are starting something new. Uh, the first Tuesdays of every month, uh, starting with uh, February the 2nd of 2016, we're going to be launching a ladies' night. Uh, it will be a diversion from our all-men show, and this will be a co-ed show, so we're uh, opening the floodgates, we're, we're removing the barriers, we're allowing women to call in and speak with us live on the show, and it will work similarly to our uh, all-men's program uh, where it's a fluid conversation, but, you know, in this respect, there will be women and men, um, you know, going at it on a particular topic. So the topic we've chosen for February 2nd is honesty. Uh, we'll see where it goes, 
Um, but that, you know, that one night only, you know, is where women can uh, participate with their voice. However, um, you can, women can catch up with us, and they do. Uh, women are our biggest fans um, via our social media outlets, 24-7, 365. We're where you at. So if you're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, we're there. All you have to do is just search for Married Men Don't Talk, Google Married Men Don't Talk. Uh, I think we got the whole page locked down. But um, if you need any other direction, just go. <laughs> Go to our website, nmdt.org, and uh, you can put your finger right on all three of us at any time. So the choice is yours. Amen. And the choice Amen. also, um, you told them all about uh, Married Men Don't Talk, but tell them how they can um, find you and about your book and any contact information you want to share with them personally. Yeah, we have the books uh, listed on the mmdt.org as well. Um and, you know, I don't know about the guys, but I usually if, if someone wants to reach out to them personally, they usually go through social media and uh, get mm-hmm. at us that way. I mean, that's that's where we are. You know, we hang out on social media. That's how people interact. And, um, you know, it is what it is. So, And we have an email address for, for those those folks who haven't, you know, uh, ventured, you know, down the social media route. We still have uh, the email address, which is info at mmdt.org. Um, doesn't get a lot of traffic, gets a lot of spam over there because uh, most people interact <laughs> uh, via social media On these social days. Media. So, exactly. Yeah, exactly. so, I mean, that that's the best way. I mean, that is the way. If you want to talk to that's Darren, that, Tony, and myself, way. I mean, mm-hmm. you just go through social media. And, you know, some people on Twitter and not on Facebook, you know, it doesn't matter. Married Men on Talk is where you are, you know. So we're, we're on all three outlets and very active, and we have very healthy profiles on all three, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So, again, the choice is, is up to, to the consumer. Mm-hmm. Um, Darren, if... Yes, ma'am. Well, I'm giving you the opportunity before we close, and Tony, I'm going to get to you in a minute. One, um, give them a word of encouragement. Well, the first, I'm um, talking to the men. I really encourage all men to follow Christ, because if they follow Christ, then their entire household will line up. Their their children will line up, and their wife will line up, and then she will be willing to submit. And 100% of divorces is caused from somebody not wanting to submit. Either the husband don't want to submit to Christ, the, the children don't want to submit to their parents, or the wife don't want to submit to her husband. It's always a problem in submission. So if everybody, starting with the husband, submit to who they're supposed to submit to, then it will be no problems in the household because the devil is not after the two knuckleheads that don't like each other no more. He's after them children for generational mm-hmm. purposes. Mm-hmm. Mm. Amen and amen. Amen. Tony, I want to um, thank all of you for coming, but before we leave, um, I would like for you to tell the listeners um, once again how long you've actually been married men don't talk, and your mission statement for your ministry, and then um, you can pray us out. Um, 2009, January, uh, the mission statement, I would say, is talk to somebody. When you're a man and you're dealing with these situations that you have no idea what to do, you may not have had role models. You may not have had uh, a supporting cast of people in your 
circle that will encourage you to do the right thing. You need to seek out these people and talk about these issues. Get knowledge on what you're going through. Be vulnerable. It's okay to be vulnerable, you know, but talk to someone. Don't try to settle it on your own. Don't try to use your own understanding on how to solve your problem because being married is grown man business. And a lot mm-hmm. of times you have to go and find another grown man that will sit down and say, hey, maybe let's try to do it a different way. You know, let's try to get a little bit more more, more information about the situation that you're dealing with before you react. You know, so what I would say is just talk. Find somebody to talk to. That's why we have this venue. Married men don't talk, but we do talk. You mm-hmm. know, and we're good at it. So find mm-hmm. us on social media. Look us up. Go in the archives. If you don't want to talk, just listen to some of the shows that we've had. And I'm going to pass that prayer hey. over to Darren because he is the residential. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Praise the Lord. Well, let's just make that happen, everybody. Listen, um, um, Minister Darren Smith is going to pray us out, and I thank you so much for listening. Again, this is Married Men Don't Talk right here on Storm Talk 365. Stay tuned for the broadcast. I'm going to be carrying the um, broadcast right here on my network, and look for that. And I'm Again, we thank you so much for joining us, and Minister Darren Smith is going to pray us out. Okay, dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this venue in order to reach all your people nationwide, worldwide, Lord God. We ask that you have every man under the sound of our voice, Lord God, to submit to your word instead of their own philosophies, Lord God. We thank you for Miss B. We thank you for all the radios and that we can we can reach all our people and all of your people throughout the, the the radio airways, Lord God. We thank you, we honor you, we praise you, and we worship you. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Everybody. Bye. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Thank, thank you, Miss B. Thanks again. All right. All right. Take care. All right. Bye. All right. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 